Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 66, New Year's Weird Wishes. Editor Roman here. I wanted to add this in up front, though we do mention it later in the episode. Uh, we are officially announcing Good Things Happen for 2024. Put those dates in your calendar now, June 28th through the 30th. It will be another charity event. We will have more details to come. The details we have currently will be at a link in the show notes. See you there. Found that half piece of popcorn that Stanley did. Ah. <laughs> well, just a little damp. Go ahead. We're no, waiting. It's in the trash. <laughs> it's gone. It had hairs on it, my guy. That's called fiber. <laughs> and welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels. Hey. I am your host and soggy popcorn piece, Douglas Scoundrels. Extra butter, of course. And with me are literally the same four people as last time. Yay! Three people. I guess four, because I am one of those schmucks. You are with yourself. You, said you are, in fact, you. a people. You are allowed on the furniture. That, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my brain tried to answer Victoria and answer you, and it didn't work, so we're just gonna move on. <laughs> We we're still we're still missing we we miss Eli we love you Eli does he does he listen he, to these if he's not on them I don't know <laughs> who knows we'll we, find we out literally he'll tell hit, us <laughs> we hit the exact opposite of his work schedule we're yep. so good at this just 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 hop outside take a long brisk walk to his place five hours away uh, uh probably <laughs> at work so it'd be about half. <laughs> <laughs> to show up at his job with a microphone. <laughs> hey, you listen yeah. to us. Hey, important use union business. We need this man for a podcast. I don't think you want to say union in no, any he workplace. Works in a union. Currently, no, he, he work, he's in a union. He is actually in a union shop. Yeah. Yay! <clears throat> oh, cool. Different union. Good for him. The secret union. The super secret union. Oh, you don't know about the super secret union? Well. The super secret. You better go get him if you ever want to be in the super secret union. <laughs> There's a. And then we just randomly have to have one of Eli's co workers mm-hmm. on an episode. So here's my question. Given that we're very clearly the, like, you know, a scoundrel's local, like, what is our number? Local number. Or 2069. <laughs> nice. Oh, what a no. What did I have? the artifactor union as it's in the logo no it isn't the logo i want to say maybe 54 that would make Ah, sense okay clever i yeah i I consider myself to be a clever boy at times but anyways we're gonna talk about stuff in this episode god i'm so good at hosting You're the best host of Steam Powered Scoundrels. I'm t- I am have a genuine question. Like, I feel like it's obvious when I'm very tired and still recording to people that are listening. So I want to hear, is the fact that I'm tired and just kind of losing my goddamn shit better? More entertaining, I guess is what I want to say, than when I'm on the ball or, or, or less? Write, write in the comments. Wherever. So, so, yeah. Just, we'll, just we'll, whatever we'll comments. Put- <laughs> 
We'll put up a poll in the Discord. Point, point of order: You're a, <laughs> just you're choose a parent, aren't you? Always just kind of losing your mind, tired. Like, isn't that parent level one hundred and one? Not anymore. Like the kids are old enough. Yeah. Uh, it isn't entirely. Like, I spent five hours cooking today. Nice. I could do okay. that. Okay. Okay. Fair point. Yeah. Fair enough. And like, I was also working overtime for like a portion of that. And when just, you got. Like, at- downstairs an unintentional large age gap between your two kids the old one can't actually watch the younger ones and it's not just a we're too yeah, lazy nice. kind of thing anyways uh subject subject of the episode the hope episode we did a yearly recap last session as well as uh, talking about hobby stuff but this time we are going to be talking about what we want to see in the coming year or years Whatever. I'm I'm a patient guy. We're not, probably not going anywhere. This is this is my entire life. If if Steam Powered Scoundrels goes away, I am going to crumble into dust and blow away on the wind. Um all the podcast is my life. All we are is Doug's in the wind. <laughs> God damn it. Good episode, guys. <laughs> all right. And as we like to say, fun is always king. <laughs> Where the hell is this water coming from? <laughs> moving moving on from that, I'm not going to explain that to the listeners. They can ask. Yeah, if they this, want. this episode this episode has a B plot. I'm, the water under Doug's cutting mat. I'm serious. Just tell it to stop. Stop. That doesn't work. Ask it politely to stop. Stop, please. No, see, you just tell it to stop, and then if it does, you say thank you. Cease! <laughs> now just try it in different languages until it stops. Start with, uh, like, Sumerian. <laughs> uh, no. No, no, it's definitely, it's definitely English, because, uh, in the bedroom with the lights, I tell it to mm. stop all the time. You want, you want to clarify on that a little bit? Uh, one of our lights in our bedroom likes to randomly go out. Interesting. And when it does, I just say stop at it, and like 95% of the time, it comes back on. Uh, <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I don't claim to be an electrician. Let's just let's just leave to, it at that. <laughs> neither were the last people, and they sure tried their best. <laughs> yeah, but I put, I put those lights in. I put those ones in. You put those lights in based on the wiring that was already in the walls. Okay, fair. And, okay, wait, we're... <laughs> We're talking about things we want to see <laughs> from weird games for the year 2024 and beyond because we realize that it's a long list. At least it's a long list for me because I'm a greedy, greedy little bitch. And <laughs> I'm at least willing to admit that there's a long list. And so, you know, they will fulfill everything I want, obviously. They just got they just course, need time. Just, they only have yeah. so many people working uh, for them at, at a time. I mean, I mean, they gave us put a dress on it, and also uh, business suits, iron sides, business suit, iron sides. So they are clearly at her whim. <laughs> and swine cursed are pigs now. So yeah, yeah, like, we're we're three for three. <laughs> All right, I've got a list. Uh, first clarification: this is post ass as a Malifaux. I'm sure it's coming out soon. But all these stuff is going to be like, what do we want? Like, if I say I want a new book, secret, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually say that. That that will be under the assumption that 
Ashes of Malifaux is going to come out fairly soon. Hopefully, I feel like that might be a not weird's fault why it hasn't come out yet. So, like, an, if it does in the next couple of months, it's reasonable to assume that we, we could possibly see something coming out next fall, winter, for the game of Malifaux. So, that clarification out of the way. My first thing, excuse me, is a new book. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I don't read ahead, even if I wrote the what? fucking notes myself. <laughs> shocked. I'm shocked and stunned, Doug. Okay. Oh, that's clever. Clever me. My my suggestion for the title is Ellipsis and Dust of Malifaux. That is going to be the turnaround where Ashes and Dust replaces Leviticus as the Amalgam Master. <laughs> I forgot that model existed. <laughs> Yeah, that's already in the game. I will never forget that that model exists. I hate it so much. <laughs> New book. I obviously that's it's not that weird of an ass to have, right? No, of course no. not, because that's that's how they get their stuff out. But what is the twist of this one? So what we can tell from Ashes of Malifaux, it's got models in. <laughs> Nothing nothing <laughs> as like meta breaking as new masters. Um mm-hmm. so far what we've seen is versatiles and dual keywords. So there's possibly going to be single mo- uh keyword models out there but we're looking at relatively small output which is good. Which is good because I feel like the game is getting too complicated. <laughs> Not even in like a rule sense, yeah, like like the game, like the game's always been complimented rules wise, but now there's just a, a bit too much stuff to take to to really. <sighs> there's a lot, and you're never gonna catch everything by putting more things out. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get to a point in the game where you lose, and you feel like the only reason you lost is because you didn't have every single mod in the game yeah. memorized. Yep. That's bad. Yeah. I, I was going to say the the first thing I want because I agree with you and and one thing I was going to say is I didn't add too much to the list because you got to the document before I could and you wrote down a lot of things that I want at two so as usual you and I are on similar pages this one yeah this this squadcast page <laughs> currently and also this document page anyway what I want first and foremost out of the new book is the story to move forward in larger ways than the last two books have. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I like what we've gotten out of the last two, but something else, please. The previous one madness was literally here. Let's look at the five minutes. The burning man showed up from different angles and show what people are going through. Madness or uh, uh, Ash, excuse me. Malifaux burns. Yeah. Burns. The most recent one was, Okay, we move the story a little bit forward, but mostly it's introducing the new masters. Five of them, anyway. Most of them. Yeah, mo- most, most of, of them. them. I'm going to pour one out for Bayou. We didn't really need to be introduced to Ivan. Yeah, reintroduce- reintroduced to um, yeah. Dingus. <laughs> Dingus. <laughs> Dingus. Baldy Mick. Baldy Mick. Uh, Damien. Baldy Mick Puzzle Box. Damien Raven. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My brain literally could not summon his name for the fucking life of me. No, I was that was genuine. Just like, uh, who is the blue one again? 
So here's my beef with Damien Ravencroft. Is I feel like he should have been in the Explorer Society. Mm. Because despite like being in like the Arcanist portion of the book, that doesn't mean he's associated with the Arcanist. And he has a very uh, Explorer Society-esque name. So honestly, I think he should have been in the Explorer Society. Because apparently it's fine if they steal my faction's characters. <laughs> Doug's not bitter. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm not bitter. He's a sweet boy. Seriously, if you said Damien Ravencroft was going to be an allusion to Dorian Gray, I would have assumed so, just because the names have the exact <laughs> same dramatic weight to them. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're not wrong, but also we got uh, the Lackadays, which mm. is Dorian Gray. Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot, Ivan's, Ivan's mm. was a different Penny Dreadful story. Just allude every character to Dorian Yeah. Everyone in Malifaux is Dorian. Yep. Everyone is <laughs> everyone. Malifaux. All of them. Everyone is Dorian Gray. <laughs> Even the women and the animals and the robots, especially the robots. Especially, especially the robots. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I definitely just want the story to. Now that we've kind of reset on, hi, we've added new people. Move forward. Do do interesting things with the story. And see what is going on. Get a get a different bad than the Burning Man. Anyways, I remember why I didn't write anything down for what I wanted in the fucking book, and that's because that's going to be what most of this is about. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a, a good chunk of it's going to be. How would this sort of get introduced and it be in the book? Obviously, ah, of good course. Is that a good way to do it. Okay. Anyone else want to talk about? Do they? Do we? Do we think we need a new book? That Victoria, Nate, do you care? I mean, yeah. I. I mean, as as general, I'm always, I'm always a fan of more more lore. Yeah, I, I have the the same kind of sentiment of. All right, we've been on this whole Burning Man thing for a minute. Get it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. maybe maybe just push that back. Make that the other side thing. Do other stuff in Malibu. That seems yeah. slightly <laughs> greedy, Nate. What next? You're going to want the gremlins to be relevant to the blunt? <laughs> yeah, at this point, I don't care. <laughs> it's always about you, is it? Are you going to want your new master <laughs> named in the lore? <laughs> right. <laughs> and literally everyone else specifically called out. Yep. The other five. <laughs> Not bitter. <clears throat> Ah, man, I swear, that's like a good te- secondary tagline to yeah. Steam-Powered Scoundrels. I'm not bitter. Mm-hmm. They could have they even just, like, mentioned Uncle Bog. <laughs> the greatest part of that keyword by far. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. New minis? What? That's a crazy idea. Uh, a new of, book? Of, of new minis. Possible. Where's your precedent? okay so i am i don't know what's coming in ashes of malifo but i'm gonna go through the usual are my usual thing our usual thing i wouldn't i want more diversity in the game um we're getting we're we're slowly rolling that stuff in but i want to take some like bigger steps and like very obviously show that we don't harbor Nazis like certain other games. And while they're like, oh, 
we we don't like the 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 Nazis. Go away. Uh, Malfoy never had the problem in the first place. Mm-hmm. But we could also like also show that we are not like stuck in the nineties. Uh, but just <laughs> come on, guys. We we need we need we need some like gay characters for real. I would like a couple trans characters, non-binary. Go down the list. It's it's a diverse enough cast. It's not going to look weird. Come on. Yep. Would would you say in the diversity though they should add someone with abnormally large shoulder pauldrons? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> as far as what we actually get, my thing I've always kind of I've whined about just slightly is the keywords that have n- n- noticeably fewer models in them than other keywords so as much as that probably would make a few people unhappy uh next book bring those up get a one or two models specifically for the keywords that have very few in them um just to make it feel fair like i don't want anything to be as obscene as what sandeep has access to that's yeah that that is a huge pool that's that's a huge pool, but like, as much as I don't like Seamus, I feel like Red Chaver needs a few more models. I mean, that's further down the list. And more more tools is always going to be better. Mm-hmm. But we don't. I, the, weird doesn't go anywhere near toward, to the extent that uh, James Workshop does, and just ignoring the existence of certain keywords, factions, mm-hmm. armies, whatever. But it'd just be nice if they're closer to being yeah. equal. And I would mm-hmm. say, while it's nice that like the last couple of books, every faction has gotten something. And from what we know about Ashes and Malifaux, like everything is getting linked up between keywords. Um, I think that's cool. But I also think that that is contributing to the the model bloat. So if we had a book that was like, "Hey, here's we're going to focus on the story on." these keywords also those are the keywords we're adding models to because they are smaller like that would mm-hmm. that would help both of those things at the same time as well as the story aspect um not to beat that dead horse uh but yeah. it, 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 we got a necromancer go ahead that's fair it's not beating a dead horse if the horse is undead <laughs> ha 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 ignoring Nisa's horses to make kentori <laughs> Give us reverse Kentori, weird. We still want them. Give us re- little, head, give us- little horse heads on human legs. Give us unicycles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think something like that of, and not just for this book, maybe like going forward for a while, you have a, a every year you have your, your annual book or whatever, but not every year does every keyword get something. Like not every mm-hmm. keyword does you're you're gonna have your already big keywords get ballooned and that just i think ends up leaving more things on the shelf ultimately Mm -hmm. and what little advice i can give or at least not advice they probably understand this the game is designed to have multiple keywords in your pocket for being competitive Mm -hmm. and so if you are playing a mono keyword anyone that does that nowadays understands that they are specifically limiting themselves and therefore probably doesn't 
can't really complain if their keyword doesn't get anything yeah. in a year. I'm saying this selfishly because MNSU is on that list of small model pools, but yeah. Like I'm I'm also I'm also willing to let Ironsides die for Dead Man's Hand slash story reasons, so I feel like I can be slightly unbiased in this re- in this regard. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is there any particular models people want to see besides unicycles? I'd like to see something new for uh for Wildfire. That's another one that is fairly small. Like mm. they run pretty well, but that's because you can bring a lot of the versatiles without issue. I mean, like we all know what I want. Yeah. What do you want, Victoria? More Red Chapel. Anything? Anything in specifically particular specifics? Those are words. <clears throat> those those were those words. Are words. Um, let us take Carlos again. <laughs> <laughs> Give us performers you, back. You know what? I'm okay with that so long as performers <laughs> get some stagehands. Hmm. Like give us give us some stagehands that are like they work the back of the house, but that also means they're really good at getting around in the dark and they do more of the smuggling. Like that would be wicked cool. For sure, yeah. No, it we no, we've just we've been the ones making that reference. We don't have a fan of the opera yet, and I feel not. like that's needed. Oh. <laughs> yep. We don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yep. That's just been a joke. Uh, Malavo has been like the right amount of dramatic, scary, and silly. It's it, they're just exactly on the same wavelength as Phantom of the Opera, so I'm surprised we have not seen a reference to that. But okay, uh, we can move on to the next thing on the list, which is. But we didn't let Nate mention the Black Dragon yet. Yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> <Not> you? <laughs> I've relegated my faction to non-relevance. <laughs> okay, so Nate, Black Dragon. Uh, I think anyone here and most of the people playing the game uh, don't want any new masters anytime fucking soon. So how do we yeah. put a character that's probably on the same power level as a master into the Bayou faction? Representing that power level, but also being reasonable. That makes it a lot harder, honestly. Like, okay. Doug, you had your hand up first. <laughs> Go ahead. R- R- <laughs> Roman talked first, though, so I'm going to let Nate pick. Doug, you had your hand up first. Okay. This is fu- your official writer. Yeah, okay. That's kind of where I was kind of starting to get to, is even if it's not officially a writer, quote-unquote, um, even if it's in the capacity of something like, well, <laughs> what used to be the Yasunori, <laughs> um, I could see, like, yeah, an 11 stone versatile like pension yeah. model that's just like pretty beefed but not you know hopefully not unreasonable but beefed yeah well, okay it probably still doesn't need like the the fate writer writer fate is that the keyword yeah i mean i get you could do something similar we to can that st- we can effect, still ma- but we can still make them a writer though because there's plenty of things in the bayou mm-hmm. to ride my oh, suggestion yeah. Bayou's full of things to ride is that that it obviously it needs to be undead because that's the whole like flip behind it what if we also invent the spawn empress go on oh no <laughs> like the the you know the the female version of the alpha chad super male <laughs> Cillarid. <laughs> Which is effectively just like a reskinned Malasaurus Rex. 
that big. <laughs> yeah. But like was, the writer <laughs> I was I was gonna go muscle mommy Solarid, but this is good too. Yeah, well pretty much. More more Oh less. you know <laughs> you know what it is. It's a fucking it's like a plesiosaur. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking aqua di- you know, one of them fucking wet dinosaurs. It's Nessie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Swamp Nessie. Yep. Uh, the thing that I actually want, I want a yellow model for Zip. There you go. Oh, oh, okay. An outcast model. Yeah, an outcast model. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want a reason that he's dual key, dual faction. <laughs> That isn't just Johan. Well, it, it's so we can get closer <clears throat> to Parker, clearly. Freaking outcast bumming, bumming Bayou models all the time. Yeah, no. Bastards. It's so I, he can kiss Parker. I like... That, which is fair. I like Roman's explanation better. No, we run with that. It's like, they uh, third edition rolls around and everyone's got their roster for who's on their faction team and outcasts submit theirs to uh, a secretary that definitely isn't two gremlins in a trench coat and suddenly the paperwork gets added and suddenly there's like zip the sky pirate written down in the bottom in crayon (laughs) (laughs) ah so we're in he's an outcast for tax purposes yeah no he's he's snuck on the roster and no one acknowledges that he's in the outcast faction except for parker (laughs) i just i want i want zip to show up to Fryhole. there it is yep (laughs) I, just, I want the I want the infamy to just fucking roll up. <laughs> they literally rolled up. They're out of gas somehow, so they gotta push it across. The it's desk. like hovering, yeah. Earl's behind it, pushing it, <laughs> like five feet off the ground. You could make a Led Zeppelin joke there. <laughs> oh no. Uh, we're writing the story for mm-hmm. you there, mm-hmm. weird. Right? You're that's, some, that's, some, that, that's some gold. Mm-hmm. You guys can have that. Gold broadcast. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> yeah. Callback. Fucking hilarious. Okay. <clears throat> so, go, so, so, gold models for Zip. And uh, a black dragon running around having some sort of cool... What would be the suit for your writer then? Because they all have the weird uh, the fate token suit bullshit. Hey, you just got me with gold, gold, gold models for Zip, treasure <laughs> elementals, and a treasure golem. Yep. Tell me that doesn't slap. I, I'll I'll do you one better. Booty elementals. <laughs> oh God. They are pirates. That can be an ability. There it is. No, okay. Well, if that if that's the ability and the ability, what? Well, no, if it's a bountiful booty. What? Where does like butts? Mm-hmm. They they and do. Then, oh no! It's an action, and it lets you give one of your models a card from the uh, Bonanza Brawl treasure. <laughs> Just make it official. Amazing. Bring Bonanza Brawl into the core game. Yes. What I was going to say is it needs somewhere (laughs) on the card a trigger just called Junk in the Trunk. Yes, there it is. That's a defense trigger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hate it here. You love it here. 
That's wonderful. That's that's my new favorite model, I've imagined. <laughs> the only reason you're saying you hate it here is because you're contractually obligated to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I, we're, we're, anyway. It was slow starting, but I think we're finally rolling with this episode. Hooray. Hit the gas. Hit the gas. <laughs> Unlike the infamy, we've got the gas. <laughs> Because we've got the beans. <sighs> okay, next one. This is... I don't want to say me complaining because that sounds selfish, but something I noticed is that in 2022, there was a decent amount of outreach to content creators, and I haven't really seen that in 2023. It could very well be written up to weird as having issues with something and they can't spend the, you know, spoons on it. But um, outside of me, like me as Artifactors Union, reaching out to them and being like, hey, can we get some models for content? Um, that was really it. And this isn't just the complaint of, no, I didn't get to introduce any new models this year. Um, it just seemed kind of quiet, and I'm hoping they get back to doing that because it was it was nice nice to feel appreciated. Yeah. Um, even if it isn't free stuff, it's just like, hey, you're doing a good job, thank you, or like something. Yeah, and I I would say like making use of content creators as a way to introduce things to the community led to during those title reveals like a a strengthening of community bonds like suddenly it wasn't hey, who's read whatever fluff most recently and that popped whatever information idea into your head you want to chat about. It was Hey, we all just listened to the last video podcast, whatever. Let's talk about this title, and it was it was very cool. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you're right about uh, we're just dealing with stuff. Same with like the reason the book hasn't come out yet. There could still be plenty of shipping issues, and I would imagine if they want to introduce something like that, they want to coordinate it. And if you're dealing with shipping issues, you have less spoons to spend on coordination. I could totally see that, but I, I hope all mm-hmm. that gets straightened out and they can get back to content creator things. That being said, Kimberly is still the greatest. Um, yep. Kim best. Kim best. Kim best. The, the, okay. I will say one selfish thing in this, in this category. Uh, I don't know how to politely pressure them, but I feel it, it'd be helpful to everyone. If we linked to the artifact union videos on the instructions on the website, it's probably asking too much from them, but I don't know how many times I've seen people complain about builds that I've already done, where they're like, I went out, found the instructions, didn't understand them. This is the, this is the worst. That that seems to be the for everyone's first point of contact for figuring out how to build stuff, and unless I, we, I become, th- like, as common of a name as anything else any other content creator it's just i feel like it would be helpful yeah that awp is starting to do the oh someone asked a thing here's the video before we get to it which was really cool to see the other day yeah um but yeah no i i think that would be a slam dunk of just here's the build instructions here's a link to if a video would be helpful like that would be fantastic. We can move on. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we we need some official support and love for 
<laughs> Port Authority? We need to put we need to put Port Authority and Best Laid Plans on on the weird website right underneath Steam Pirate Scoundrels and present it as th- three different podcasts. three different shows. Oh God! With the the, I'm just imagining you got the the scoundrels icon, and then you just got laid underneath. Laid. <laughs> uh, I guess we do. But I we still really- love that that graphic comes up like that. Yeah, it's it's so freaking good. hilarious every time. That's perfect. We really do need to come up with artwork for the artifact for the fuck we got to i got it's my fault it's all my fault and i don't i am not <sighs> the least bit sorry about that port authority yes we need artwork for port authority which i've done okay all but how them. how do how do i make a ship just the gayest ship we asked joe or monica i suppose a fair yeah we need art of a boat that's just incredibly gay uh, I mean, rainbow sails to start with. But also make it sort of like a badge. Yeah. Like you'd find on a really gay uniform. Anyways, going back to Mark. Uh, slow down on Metacreep, number five. I've uh, sort of talked about that earlier, but now we can say uh, SPS officially endorses pumping the bricks a bit. Yep. Slow down a little. Because, like, I'm really... New... The titles straight into New Masters was too much, I feel like. And we're still kind of reeling from that. And I feel like that was obvious enough that Ash is probably isn't going to have as much huge swings in how the game's played. But we could probably spend a couple years just just coasting a little bit. I, I hope I like I don't know if that how feasible that is on a business perspective, but the game is is it's just there's just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. It really does kind of feel like we're approaching kind of a critical mass. Uh-huh. Yeah, in mm-hmm. in in that kind of way, and just kind of new ground. It's very like the game has only ever grown, so we're really approaching like. Oh, this is getting to be a lot, a lot. Because <laughs> almost everything from second edition just carried over, and we just kept expanding on that list. Yeah, yeah. What's in Dead Man's Hand? Like nine models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've added added a few more, I think, since then. Not to Dead Man's Hand to the game. That was a bad joke. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. I was sort of like hinting at possibly number number b in the next one but with a question to victoria but how do they make money if we're pumping the brakes on meta creep and fewer models fewer what do we do because obviously they're a business they need to make money to survive we want them to survive we want them to thrive mm-hmm. so if we're suggesting that they slow stuff down how would they possibly recoup or at least continue to make money. Uh, does anyone have any suggestions? I feel like I've been leading this entire thing. Well, I have been, but I want other people to talk. How does weird make money? I I feel like the Iconics are a good start. Mm-hmm. I like to see the numbers behind those. Yeah. Also, Vagrant Zone. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic Archie's dope. 
I, I knocked that one out of the park. That's that's one of the ones I've seen in person. Mm-hmm. That's fucking absurd. What do we What do we do next? Because they're going to start running out of Neverborn and Resurrectionist models eventually. <laughs> Damn, got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the monster, the monster aspect of I mean, weird of, of Malfoy is pretty unique, so I see why they yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, but like seriously, with the iconics, I would really like to see an iconic Colette. Yeah. I'm glad you said it, because I was thinking it, but I'm like, that's just going to sound goofy coming from me. <laughs> I would rather see an iconic Colette than I... How the hell do you even do an iconic, Tony? She's, she's just a little too on like the mundane side, but that's why I love her. You know what I want to see for an iconic yeah, Tony? I, don't... I want to see oh, okay. the whole poker table with her reading a book. Oh... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Give me give me the poker table of her, the X Fortians, and whoever else was there. Do like do like an homage to dogs playing poker? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> it's so fucking complicated. Yay. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um a- another one I would really like to see. Iconic Vix fighting December. Ooh. Yeah. Finally, gonna look see what December's supposed to even look like. Yep, probably an even um, bigger Yeti. Basically, yeah. But- it's exactly like Second Edition uh, Snowstorm, but an even bigger ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Victoria. You were saying I was gonna move past the Iconics and um, suggest that they could go uh, Black Library route and start releasing like novels. Yeah. Although that would take that would be a long like lead up to that, but I would read the fuck out of some Malifaux models Absolutely. or novels. Yep. I that was gonna Words. be the first thing I mentioned, uh as well. So we're same brain. Yeah, but you you could call it the Red Library, you could call it the Library of All Things, like it's right there. And mm-hmm. with as much as we all love the game, the uniqueness of the world is really what draws people in. And the way we get to live in it is the story. Yeah. Like, you could still go the short story route and just make them collections of short stories. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I really I really miss how the... Uh, miss the magazine. Mm-hmm. Chronicles. Yeah. I miss that there were stories about people that weren't named in the game. Yep. They yep. really fleshed out mm-hmm. the world really well. Yeah. Well, and I think doing something like that could help, especially like first timers in through the breach in kind of creating non masters as their characters because you mm-hmm. can't anyway. Yeah. But like, if you want to look at how quote unquote normal people are in Malifaux, Chronicles is where you want to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That uh, honestly, that sounds. I have no idea how they do that, but do hold some kind of contest where if you win, your Through the Breach character gets written into a story. Oh, that would be amazing. That'd be cool. Make Maggie canon. <laughs> uh, okay, we can make Maggie canon. I feel like we also need to make Gal canon. <laughs> we can put Gal in a canon. Uh, I love that. that's a terrible great suggestion. Okay. <laughs> I have written well okay, that's Victoria. Uh Nate, 
you can say things that is on the list. That's fine. The the two this two step list. Victoria already said one of them. While you're thinking, I just say like let's not call it Red Library because Games Workshop is so happy. Yeah, which is why I said you could call it the Library of All Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that name would also lend itself well to like being mostly short stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of imply the there's many stories. Yeah, yeah, but <clears throat> I it needs to come from more than just us asking for it on the podcast. From what I heard, the faction books did not sell well. Oh, that's weird. So, if people want more lore and lore-focused books, we need to let them know. Mm -hmm. And if they do try and experiment with that again, which I really hope they do, we need to buy them. Mm -hmm. I I think it'd be I think it'd be good. I think the reason the faction books didn't sell as well is because you got seven dropped on you all at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was there was a lot. You were a lore collector, you were going to buy all of them. But if you're just playing the game, you're going to get the you're going to get the cards separate either through mm-hmm. the at the time the Arsenal decks or games vault app. You didn't need the book. Yeah. Right. Which I mean is good, but also doesn't support the hey, we, we also And this is a terrible reason, or- but I want like a book-shaped book. I want something that I can like yeah. slip Slip something onto smaller. a bookshelf and it's not going to stand out and be like, ah, that's actually yeah, a Malfoy. Something Mal- that's not a, <laughs> a war game. That's actually a Malfoy book. book. But yeah. it smells like a book. <laughs> so, so looking for like a novel shaped. Yes, novel shaped. <laughs> that sounds quite novel. <laughs> <laughs> Think of anything, Nate? Roman? Roman, you, you know- go to. I think what would be nice to spend some time doing would be to start updating a lot of the sculpts that didn't get touched. Mm. Mm, yeah. Like, start hitting some of those older sculpts that are even, like, still dwelling from, like... I mean, we've still got some 1.5 sculpts, like May 1 and the Rail Workers. They're still... Those are still 1.5 sculpts. Uh, there's, like, there's some sculpts that are literally two editions old. Yeah. I feel like we could get to a point where everything in the range could get updated. Yeah, that could be that could be a time's worth of release. That would be like introduced slowly without invalidating. Anybody yeah, yeah. Purchases prior. Yeah, and on the one hand, that would be a cost to weird to get the the sculpts made and and whatever. I don't know how much of that is being like poured versus three D printed anymore, but like, etc. Um, but at the same time, like, people are gonna buy new sculpts. It's like, oh, it's a character I like. Gimme. Gimme the new thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did it, I did it for Wong and Somer, so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, also, anybody that has built Bayou Gremlins, uh, would be fine building more Bayou Gremlins where they don't have separate feet. (laughs) We're used to it. Yeah. I'll say it was it wasn't like a aesthetic well no it wasn't just they they had more than just a we want to update the sculpt reason for for giving us a new long yeah fair yeah yeah but also like yeah anyways that kind of covers what I want to say I alts 
not not just not just redos of um, existing characters, but like alts. Like this is a different person, mm-hmm. kind of. Where, where most of the mist models are, where the nightmare models are, they don't have to be nightmares, but just give us especially like poorly aged stuff. Uh, poorly aged isn't like it's the the sculpt is just not that great, or stuff that's gives you just a little bit of the yikes. Yeah. Ick. Yeah, because like they they already do the nightmares, they do the rotten harvests, all of which are great, and people scramble for them. I think you're spot on the money if you can just pump out so many different ideas for alts. Uh, maybe someone really likes uh, the Malifaux 1988. Like, you could do the whole Thunders in that style, and someone could have the entire faction in Malifaux 1988 style. Mm-hmm. Um, that also has the side benefit of possibly dragging in people that normally aren't into the Malfo aesthetic mm-hmm. and suddenly see cyberpunk models. What was this? Yep. And yeah. or on that kind of on that front, the idea of instead of doing the whole faction, do kind of what they've done with some of these sets recently, where it's like two different sets aligned against or mm. with each other. Yeah. Like you do some other similar like cyberpunk aesthetic but slightly different for maybe a different faction. That makes sense to kind of bubble up against, um, against that. Like, do a Trixie, Ooh. do a Nightmare Trixie, nineteen eighty. There it is. Yeah. That way, you also get the cross models. Mm-hmm. You get kind of a separate secondary aesthetic. I like that. That's real good. Same <laughs> world. Mm-hmm. I, Cyberpunk uh, my... Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, that and there's there's always the like. I don't know if this is still a concern people have, but I've seen it come up on occasion. Folks are like, well, this is Mayfang, but it's not Mayfang, and that confuses me. Kind of a thing. And if they're put, if they're put, if, I'm saying if they put alts on the shelves next to the existing boxes, uh, yeah. does there need to be yeah. any sort of explanation? I don't think there is, but if you really need that, put a QR code on the box. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has a cell phone. Oh, this is a QR code. Maybe and just be like, hey, confused why this says this or whatever. Go to this website. And it'll just be a couple cents. Be like, hey, this is an alt. It's the same thing, but we're giving you the choice of playing one or the other. Just whatever appeals to you more. Ultimately, I could see that running into the issue of there's just too many SKUs on the shelves, but at the same time... It's the same thing as adding models. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's whole same mm-hmm. other problem. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would. I am generally down for alts. Just gimme. Any, anything else for how weird makes money? We got books. We got alt models. I mean, more more board games. Vagrant Song is sold yeah. really well. Like, I, I'm pretty sure Kyle has another banger in him. Working on one about teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious about what that what that what that teeth game. Yeah. I still feel like they need to figure out some way to get Bayou Bash into targets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, Honestly. no, it would legitimately probably do really well in target. Yeah. It's it's bright, colorful, appealing to children. It's got goofy little guys on it. All the goofy little guys. Yeah. You don't need to know anything Eyes. about Malifalo. Yep. It's just gremlins. I feel like it'd be <laughs> absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. My brain is barely functioning. Let's keep going. Next on the list, new edition, question mark. 
someone posed this in my group in discord or was it even one of you guys i don't know the idea of possibly we need to move on to fourth that soon doesn't have to be 2024 might not even be 2025 but we need to start looking towards the future um i can see that i can definitely see why that's wanted uh just things are getting a little bloaty mm-hmm. and really if we want to keep the same amount of minis we have in the game i feel like we need to go even slightly simpler than third edition and that pains me because i that was one of like my big complaints going from second to th- third is that the loss of unique stuff but shit's plenty fucking unique it doesn't mean it doesn't need to be even more so and like you go through and you check out some like some random models have a couple unique abilities or a unique ability and a unique attack is that really needed i could see it being on like name stuff it's like some minions and sometimes there's stuff that's not never Mm -hmm. even brought so yeah I could see doing another edition. I don't think it's necessary, but I think some kind of update would help. Whether that's packaged as a 3.5 or whatever. Um, I know a, a big thing that gets brought up a lot is like game length, both for competitive side of things and getting new people into the game compared to MCP or Shatterpoint or a number of other things that play pretty dang quick because they're less complex and they don't scratch that happy I like to make complex game do thing part of your brain nicely I could see something like that overall I think the rules update from second to third was spectacular I think there are one or two things that could be ironed here or there just for an extra crease to them as far as game length and I think we've said this on the show before I think the best thing they could do is revamp the scoring system because ultimately the scoring lends to how long the game takes. And right now with you can't score on turn one, which honestly I think is fine because so many of the crews are designed to not fully dirtle, but you know, do a little something turn one before, yeah, before they just run off and do things. But like, the fact that you can score turns two through five, your strat once per turn, fine, no problem. Your schemes, you get your reveal, and then at the end of the game, you get your end turn or an end point, which means you have two other turns in the middle there, assuming you get both your schemes on one turn. You have two other turns in the middle there where you're not doing anything other than playing denial to your opponent. AKA in many cases murder, which is fine. It's fun, but it feels grindy. And I, the more I think about it, Tui did that better getting around that because you had a wider variety in what the schemes did because it wasn't one point here, one point there. You had the, you get to declare this once and you can score one, three points on some of them, or you can score one point on, uh, frame for murder if you get them dead if you get them dead by turn three you get another one if it's a henchman or a master master you'd get another point like having it built in to how well you do it or how deep you do a given scheme i think that helped a lot both in 
creativity and scoring for the players as well as uh reading the table as well as bluffing as well as because you were doing all that it didn't feel grindy and it moved quick off soapbox i just i think every time i've seen like people talk about like oh we should think about moving to a fourth edition i think i think the rules as a whole are solid enough to stay in like a three or a 3.5 just with essentially like take time to do a big update, clean up the shit that's been through all the FAQs and erratas, touch up some things, maybe do some, do some more of these big keyword reworks. And then yeah. Call yourself at a 3.5 and call it good. Like, yep. I, th- I think that's kind of the state of the game. It's really the question of, as we've been talking about addressing, like where is the game going to go from here? Cause it's just getting bigger. Yeah. One hundred percent. The awkward thing. I'm curious how much the scoring we did for uh, Cutthroat Cage Match would work in actual meta. Here's the thing: what? Why can't you score on turn one? Let's just okay. Let's just say the strategy. What if you were allowed to score the strategies turns one through five? Because I see the issue with a lot of speed teams is they don't live long enough to really utilize that speed terribly well. It's like, can you hide while you're waiting for the turns to tick down to five? Mm-hmm. And the dirtily ones, yeah, you can dirtle, which is going to make you more powerful turn two, but now you're on the back foot for scoring. Now you have to score every round to all the way up to five, whereas if you score turn one, then you can, like, hold back, or you have one turn to, like, say, I don't need to score the strategy, let me work on something else. Mm-hmm. And that's it's not going to lessen the complexity, but the idea being that I don't, it's not, probably not in the rules, but we're just really embrace the idea of people being able to just walk through the end of their games. That happens so much with me because you get to a point where you're like, I can't really, like, it, it's already decided, mm-hmm. pretty much. Let's just see exactly what the point ends up being. So if you can get to that point a little bit sooner, all the better. And then we go into, like, what else? Can we can we have the end-of-game scoring situation for schemes scorable at the end of turn four, as well as five? When I, I would argue even expand that further just make it to where you don't have to score them on you, you can't score them on the same turn but if you score second and third you're good right now you have a speedy but frail crew that can spend the rest of their their game going i have scored all of my schemes i can focus on just strat and denial and survival whether that is run the hell away or get in your face and use a lot of distracted or what have you um, I could the, I could see something like that. The first precaution I would have for that is if you're allowed to be for people to score on a turn and then the subsequent turn, every single scheme cannot be decided by a couple of actions, mm-hmm. and you can't be like you can't guarantee that last point by going last on turn two and then going first on turn three. Yeah, well, and and that's something where I think again, if they did a three point five. I think the scoring is what you revamp the most, 
because the fact that they said you must score reveal and endpoint really solidified the schemes into this is the formula it can't change and that means yes you can kind of synchronize it between the different schemes but it also means there is a there are only so many things you can do lever wise as, as like design levers to push whereas if you go again okay this one has a reveal and an endpoint. This one is you declare it once and you can score one if you do it this way or two if you do it the harder way. Something like that. You get more diversity in your, your scoring rules. Which leads to more play styles and more ways of getting to it. Which leads to more counterplay styles. And I think that leads to a more diverse game, which to me... Yeah, you can get to the point where you can walk through the end of your game. And that's not a problem, but I think if it was more important on the the fun you're having to get to the end of the game, to where, I think I know where this is going to end, but let me try this goofy weird shit and see if we get there. Even if we don't, I have a good story to tell, and that's going to be what sticks with me. And yeah. that, I feel, the the smaller window to do stuff like that as far as like options within the game design is the other thing leading to the grindy feeling right now that a, a 3.5 could with that kind of update benefit from new shine on the apple moving on yeah moving okay. on okay <laughs> uh i have down here new through the breach edition <laughs> um so we're getting a new book. They already asked for um, people to help playtest it, so it's not going to be showing up anytime soon. Um, this is just me, because I always have kind of talked about having a new edition. Some people might be wondering why I'm not talking about it here if I didn't bring it up, so I'm going to bring it up. Um, new book, nice. I hope they do something like the last one where they take someone's really smart suggestion to talk about real estate and implement into the book. Whoever that was, you're a great person. I love someone. you. Someone. <laughs> um, but we, the core rules need looked at. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're not getting a new edition, they need some changes. They need some TLC. And honestly, you could rewrite the book kind of like what they did the first time around, where it's not really a new edition, but there's enough cleanup and add a few more things that might be needed for Fate Masters and new players um, and go from there. And hell, you could probably like revamp. And as long as you include a little bit of new stuff, most I think most RPG enthusiasts have enough disposable income they're going to buy the new one mm-hmm. um and you could possibly go down the line and do that with some of the other stuff like at least up until um through into the bayou which was the last book that happened before the 0.5 edition change um bring that stuff up as well but yeah there's just there's some rule stuff like really go go through the rules with fine tooth comb and peg out anything that doesn't make sense if you don't understand Malifaux. Yeah. Ma- like, the big one, base sizes. <laughs> yeah. 
make it more approachable to your non-Malifaux playing players and your RPG will grow, which becomes another way you make money, which becomes another way you do so without expanding the number of models. Mm-hmm. Oh, that a was new multi-part gonna... kit. Yes. Yes, please. <sighs> and hats. hats. More hats. Oh my God. Hats. Hats. Hats, hats and hats. <laughs> hats We're gonna wearing ask other hats smaller hats. hats. We're going to ask, gonna for, ask hats. for hats and hats every year. Yeah. Every single year. Hats. Um, back to the, the content creator thing. And I don't, I hope this is a policy change. You really need to like allow for the weird sponsor streamers to stream on off hours. Mm-hmm. Like I really mm-hmm. wanted to support the people that were like out and painting, but I have to work a nine to five yeah. Yeah. and I can't, I can't really be watching that. I, I want to support them so badly but i i don't know why they're not doing it it might it might be a money thing i just i, I this is me putting my word as like please allow f- these folks to run later at night when folk people can actually like most people can actually watch them yeah well and i would expand yeah. on that like say you get your new through the breach edition don't just have paint streaming have someone stream playing the game like Twitch is a big thing for a reason. Uh, I'm sure if it was an interesting new addition, you could reach out to Craig from Third Floor Wars because he will buy a new RPG if it looks remotely interesting and not garbage, <laughs> which I'm fairly sure Weird can do. Um, and he will play it and it will get people looking mm-hmm. at it. And he's not the only one out there. There's a whole ecosystem of Dungeon Master, Game Master, whatever yeah. streaming games. Yeah. Dead Oss has got a really good following, yeah. and if you could get him hyped and doing consistent through the breach stuff, I think it'd be really good mm-hmm. for the RPG. Let let us borrow the channel. Also, like anyone that's running, I don't, I don't care. Anyone out there running an RPG, please, can I play? I haven't I haven't participated as a player in any at least a year, I think, except for maybe I'm, in one shot. I'm sorry. It's it's okay. I'm not. You don't have to do that for me. <laughs> it is, I'm. I, I want. I want to play RPGs. Please, I just, Roman, don't take this out. <laughs> okay. No, I, I agree. Play RPG good. Let Doug play. I just had a thought as you were saying that about something that a new through the breach edition could do. Um, which would I think make it easier to stream games? Because right now, you have one shared deck. When you're streaming games, how often are people in the same room? When you are playing games on Zoom or whatever, even you're not streaming them, you're not in the same room. If you can rework it to where everybody has a whole deck, suddenly it becomes easier to stream, easier to play, and... Just the way gamers like buying shiny click-clack rocks because they need a new click-clack rock for a new character. You got decks. At the, ver- at the so very least, have, have alternative rules. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, I've only run one in person through the Breach game, and then all of mine have been online. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it's only been one through the breach game. Even if it's something dumb, like you get your twist deck, and then literally everything else you didn't use for your twist deck becomes your fate deck. Oh, that'd be interesting. Like you, 
that's almost like your thread of fate has been removed from like regular fate. So you know when what you're doing is is fated versus just kind of going with the flow. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I have a good ideas on occasion. Someone complimented my ability to apparently design characters, so that went straight to my fucking head. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have on here weird help board. And this would have to be a case of people understanding that weird is not a giant company and they can't do everything they want. And this would be simply some place somewhere where they can just ask for maybe stuff they need the community's help with. Hmm. Wouldn't have to be like, we're going to pay you for this, but like, hey, could you try this thing if you could, and we might like send you something. But don't use their normal communication channels, obviously, because that is not good good optics but like just yeah. having a page be like hey does someone write a module for this particular online role-playing thing for us shit like that because yeah. I, I have i have the help channel in the discord and occasionally like not even me just like can someone help with this thing and sometimes people are actually able to help it's a novel idea just thought i would say it an interesting thought for sure mm-hmm Moving on. TOS. Is is this finally going to be the year of the TOS? Who's hoping? That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Got a local who's really, really hype about the other side, which is getting me kind of re-energized looking back at my King's Empire and also Abyssinia and also guild stuff and being like, man, maybe I should do something with those models. What 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 do? Like, do we have any suggestions for them? Because it feels like they don't want to push it because it seems like the the uh, the hype has passed and that it's never going to get off the ground. But also, well, we haven't really gotten a serious try since the Kickstarter, and the Kickstarter really wasn't their fault. Yeah, yeah. that kind of went a bit awkward. So I don't know. It's it's yeah. It really is kind of that catch of like can't support it because it's not like Prod. our main seller but it's not a good seller because we don't support it yeah like it, it kind of feeds it. so hopefully the new book and the the new kingdoms and emon stuff mm-hmm. does well and invigorates interest in the game but i don't i don't have any good thoughts on making it a business success <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, I think that almost fits pretty well into what Doug was just saying of the the community help board. Not specifically that they need to have that board and, and update it, but like, I think if that's a, a, a thing of we kind of just all need to accept they need help for the the TOS community to thrive, and they can't really plug money into it until it does more than kind of flop around like a magic carp. Um, Excuse me. But I th- I think that turns into play TOS, post pictures of playing TOS, talk about it, and just get stuff flowing on it. I think one of the issues is, as far as I know right now, there's no TOS podcast. There's no TOS content creators. Um, well, I know what our, our next... Uh, Don't give me more projects. Format. There we go. There it is. 
the words. I could probably grab Matt. I, Matt, mm, Matt Gray, Matt? Yeah, he still has like three of the four. Because he gifted me his King's Empire, and I think he grabbed all the other uh, armies. And I've been looking for a reason to socialize w- with them after the pandemic. And mm. that might be it. There you go. Um, yeah, that, figuring out what they think is the best way to get the word out would be would be good. I, I would like to do what I can. Mm-hmm. I can't do assembly videos, sadly, so... <laughs> Turns out... <laughs> Put could, model on base. We could Put start painting ours. <laughs> I, and we could we could do basic stuff. Couple couple of things. One probably impossible. And I don't know if this would work, but I'm just coming up with ideas. What if we moved back to assemble models? Because a lot of the whining, whining I've seen about the pre-assembled models is that the the due to the, like the plastic quality and whatnot, there's a lot of bendiness, and that's annoying for some reason. I, a lot of it's that's the thing. A lot of it has gotten a lot of it has gotten so much better than mm-hmm. like, the initial release of the other side. But and, like for a game that is going bigger scale than Malifaux, like, the idea of sending out pre-release assembled models good. It has legs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I'm also looking at, that was supposed to be the hook, and it hasn't hooked. And it, are people, is it possible people are avoiding it because it's so different in the fact that it's pre-assembled? I don't, I don't know. I'm... Just spitballing. Have they have they redone the old kits? It's like if someone wants to play King's Empire, are they mostly getting that old plastic if they buy all the stuff now, or has it been revamped? I don't know. That I, could, that I couldn't speak to either. That's a good question, though. I mean, I like putting shit together, so maybe that's just that part of me. Mm. <laughs> like, I gotta assemble more things. Obviously, you would definitely not need to go the Malifaux's complexity. Malifaux gets away with it because, one, they're gorgeous, and two, you're not assembling as much. You'd have to make them very simple, which, given the sculpts, would probably be the case anyway. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are fairly, I don't want to say static, but they're fairly fairly basic poses. You don't need a lot of dynamic stuff when you're pushing a bunch of them across the table. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, I don't want to consider, like, what the assembly would be on if you, like, actually did plastic kits for the South Wales borderers. Got those stupid punch packs, and those would be nightmarish. They were, like, standard weird style. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could probably bring those more in line. Uh, Black Ops probably, too, sadly. Black Ops are so cool. (laughs) Yeah. They are cool. Love the Black Ops. I just... we never said that we're right. We're just coming up with ideas to both entertain yeah. people and maybe something somewhere in there is actual good advice or good ideas. Here's That's one one other thought. They've done this a little bit of here's some TOS and Malifaux models in one box. What if what if you had some kind of setup where the models in the core boxes 
were also could be alts for established Malifominis, or you come out with new rules for them or something that they work in Malifo. It's a reason to buy those boxes, put them all in the same faction or crew or whatever, however that needs to work business-wise, where it makes sense for me to buy the King's Empire box or the Cult box or the whatever. Um, that, if nothing else, moves the stock... And if people have minis that play in one game that also plays in another game, and they're not the only one in their meta who has them, you have a game. Yeah. To add to that, what if we came out with a list of existing alts? Like, you associate every model in TOS with another model that already exists in Malifaux, and say these are official alts for that. Mm-hmm. Like, there there are several models in Black Ops I can think of where I'm like, I would play that as a, a Sam Hopkins or a, uh, a, a Hans, or a, there are multiple different things of like, it's a dude with a gun. Go for Infiltrators, it. Infiltrators, Guild Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're... I mean, hell, when I was, when I was running... Toll before he was released. My whole my whole toll crew was other side models that I was rubbing in. And that worked incredibly well. I used I used Charles as Toll. I think the only things I had to like make proxies for was the King's hand and the cannons. Yeah, that makes sense. Um but like I used I used the uh, King's Wall Raiders. What? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the the no the king yeah, I can I can't use the king's hand. As the king's hey, wall, you, you could fit that. Too big. You could fit that it on a forty. Fit on a forty, you, you could make it fit on a forty if you tried, Nate. Try harder. <laughs> I'm not that brave. That's coward talk. <laughs> that is coward talk. Yeah. Listen, listen. I fucking strung the bows for my hex bows because I could hear fucking Chris Gilboy's voice in my head taunting me that if I didn't, he was gonna call me a coward. Oh, here's here's an see me another thing. I, this would add to the price, obviously, but you, your your big stompy scaries, um, if they have different upgrades or whatever the fuck that's called in TOS. I'm sorry, I I don't remember my TOS assets. terminology. Assets. assets, assets. They have different assets nice that assets. should make the model look different. Package those pieces with it. Ooh, like I I. It didn't occur to me until I did the the Titan Smash or whatever it was last last year, um, that the King's Hand, in some cases, would have a giant drill instead of the fingies. Yep, I would I would die to have like a big old drill I could put on him and magnetize. I've considered I've considered modding one of my King's Hands to have have the, have the Giga Drill. Yeah. And, like, if you're using the, the laser eye thing, give him a head that is actually, like, shooting a laser out of the eye. Shit, yeah. shit like that. Um, I think that'd be cool. I think you could possibly start, like, selling that to people that aren't necessarily just in it for TOS just because it's, it's got a big cool factor to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last thing before I get into my most controversial thought. Victoria, what do you want to see in TOS? More kissing? Um, I mean, obviously. Um, I mean, I think part of the issue also is that it's just 
not in stores in any reasonable quantity, at least not around us. No, I mean, that's that's kind of generally the case. Like, <laughs> at this it's point, not huge stocks. Yeah, at this point, we need to get hype going for people that aren't already Malifaux stands before it starts making its way back into stores, which is a big ask. It's going to be really hard. I think we can do it. Sometimes, like, we need to figure out how much we can, like, beg the Malifaux community to, to, like, work towards this sort of thing. I I know one thing that we ourselves can do. We can go over the, the lore in the new book. We have not done an episode on that yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've I've been avoiding lore stuff since Dice came around because he does such a good job. <laughs> I mean, he but he he covers lore in his straight, very way. awesome fashion, and we do it in our steam power very way. gay way. Yes, our very steam very chaotic. Yeah, we bring the gremlin energy. <laughs> okay, so my controversial take, and I believe I mentioned it a couple times before, but now I'm like. Going, going, going to be going to make enemies. Probably as someone, I think the name needs to change. Oh, tell. What do you garner from the other side from hearing the other side? Yeah, that is intrinsically linked to Malifaux. Yeah, yeah, and even if you are not familiar, if even if you find out about a Malifaux, this is sort of implying that this is a secondary game. No. Yeah, it's it is, the it is other very, one. Very player two. Or if you, it, if I were to remove the Malifaux part of my brain, and someone said the other side, I'm going to go. Is this a game about like the afterlife? Yeah. And it is kind of the irony that it is the game about Earthside. Mm-hmm. That the the, the the side that the normal person would be implied is the normal side. Yeah, no, I could, I could definitely see that from a, at least from a marketing's perspective. Like, if you give it its own name, whether that's you know the Siege of London or something, I think you could find some sort of find some sort of play on World War One or the different euphemisms people have for World War One. It's the same era. You're seeing a lot of kind of that aesthetic, especially with King's Hand being very I mean, uh, King's Empire being very like, you would assume these guys were just hanging out in the trenches and firing artillery all day. Um, do something like that. It, it produces imagery in the head. It's not wrong because this is prob- all the shit that's going on Earthside is effectively their version of World War One, as far as I I see it mm-hmm. lore wise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, realistically speaking. So I think that's how you tell. I don't have anything. I usually have some idea, but I haven't been thinking. I've been cooking all day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> been making bolognese, damn it. <laughs> but that's okay. That's that's me. Let's. I think we can move on. Um. Demaha. Dead Man's Hand. Ooh, controversy. It's going from one controversial thing to the other. I think we need to start implementing Dead Man's Hand. Yep. Again. I, I think agree. we need to start. And I don't... I th- I'm already going into my second point. I think it should be a yearly thing. And I think Weird should let people know well ahead of time, at least like six months, like, hey, this keyword 
going to go in Dead Man's Hand for a year. Or, like, two, even. We have enough masters in each faction, you can knock it down to seven viable for, like, a year. And tie it with GGs, that once GGs come out, they've already been tested with those specific ones, and they don't have to test them for the other two. Oh, see, it's, I would... It's a, it's a, I, I would argue almost, like, desync it with GGs. Like, let everyone have a play in each GG. But halfway through, you change out which teams are currently, quote-unquote, out of season in Dead Man's Hand. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through the next GG, now that those teams have gotten to play the first half of the next GG, you swap them out again. So everybody gets a chance. It's just not all at the same time. Yes. And we'll we'll also say that this only really applies to, like, meta play. Mm-hmm. This is the shit that, that World Series is going to care about, the tour is going to care about, is who's currently, like, an active keyword in in the meta and that way you can still casually play the other ones and that's going to be fine because while we have meta bloat casual sort of comes with that understanding that you don't have to know everything and no one's expecting you to yeah if you want to play hardcore then yes but also if you're going to play hardcore at least you don't have to worry about two out of the nine keywords Mm mm-hmm that's uh, that's my suggestion. And also, if they really want to permanently kill off some people, that's fine. Just not whole keywords. Did like masters okay? But usually, like masters are the problem thing, the, the the biggest concern, the biggest swing in the meta. So, and I, I'm I've been thinking along this line for a minute as well. Because um, the other thing that does is that gives you a year or however long they're out of circulation to rebalance or adjust that entire keyword at the same time. Like, if, if they want to start doing keyword redos, they're already out of circulation. Oh, you don't have fuck to... Fuck yes! Yeah, you're, you're not worried about, hey, we gotta get this done on a, on a time limit so people can get it out and it's already a problem. You just go, oh, Damien's a problem? Not in season. We're gonna redo the whole thing. That would be... Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Look at let's everyone look at Nate's face right now. Okay, Nate. <laughs> you enjoyed what happened this fall. But what if Weird came out and said, Okay, for like nine months you can't play a summer and you're all like, Sad Nate, that sucks, but also he wasn't doing that great, wasn't playing that often. Why? And they'll be like, But when he comes back, he's gonna be completely rewritten. And you're going to have a brand new summer. A newer, stronger. Yeah. We can rebuild him. (laughs) We can rebuild him. He'll have even more hats. And like, like the day that that comes out would become like a small event in the community. I would feel like, yeah, like people would get so damn excited for that reveal. That's an, that's an awesome thought, Roman. Thank you. And yeah. And I was thinking even like, even if it's not a whole keyword rewrite, rewrite. Oh, this model no one has taken since the dawn of three. Why? What does this not give the crew that the crew needs? Let's poke that card. Poke it. Poke it so hard. Mm-hmm. 
but then people are going to be like, well, but what if someone buys it off the shelf and doesn't realize it's not viable for competitors? <laughs> One, shut up. <laughs> yep. You're yeah. the worst at parties. <laughs> and, uh, two, there's a couple things. Two, if a person is like brand fucking new to Malifaux, by the time they are going to be, get like comfortably competitive, that mod will probably be rotated back in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and or they'll know what's actually in current rotation. Because yeah. if they want to be competitive, they will ask. Because they'll give a damn. Exactly. They will look yep. that up mm-hmm. or they will ask or whatever they need. People will take care of that kind themselves. Of person who's done the research. Exactly. Yeah. I think we need, kind of need to get away from the idea of asking the question of what if a blind person with no phone and no ex- knowledge of this game would come in and buy this thing? Are they just going <laughs> to throw it all on the ground, stomp their feet, and quit, never to return again, if they realize they can't use this one box that they thought was cool and they bought because they thought it was cool? The internet exists. People have smartphones. Folks are going to look shit up. And also, like, let's go back to that QR code idea. What if, what if that was on every box and it was just like, hey, by the yeah. way, this is the current rotation. If the box you have in your hands isn't on this list, then they're currently not available, but they will be at some point. But also, you can still play them casually. Yeah. Yeah. When you're learning the game. So, by the time you feel comfortable with the game, you'll probably be in back in rotation. Yep. And again, nothing keeps you from playing it casually. Mm. I don't, I'm... <sighs> SKUs don't need to change if the packaging changes, right? I don't know. <laughs> That's the, like the one I'm question, because there's this. always that worry about SKU bloat. It's like, if they just add, like again, the QR card to a package, that doesn't mean they need a new SKU, right? Oh, I, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what changes, what has to change for them or to need a new SKU. realistically, if they just, like, do what they... Add, like, the little, like, business card type thing in the box as part of the packaging... Yeah. Instead of putting it on the box. Th- th- thoughts for uh, thoughts for Dead Man's Hand. Like it was a good idea, and I I both understand the backlash, but I also understand people aren't complaining anymore. I don't I don't think outside of the folks that just like use an excuse to quit Malifaux when they wanted to quit Malifaux in the first place. I do. I do feel. I. I understand the people that got like the triple. The triple Neverborn hit. Yeah. Mm. Got hit yeah. with Lilith, Kaladi, and Lynch went to Ten Thunder Soul exclusively. Yeah. Like I get those people. I feel that. But like, yeah, I think. I think with a bit more like careful precision, touching on it, it could be well, be a useful. Yeah, but the, useful all, only only on. one of those actually like left. Lilith existed just as Nakama, and the puppets are still in Neverborn. Sure, for sure. But I, I just don't see there being a lot of people like, I'm the biggest Lilith fan, and the biggest Kaladi fan, and the biggest Lynch fan. I have, I have like, besides Eli. A person or two, where, not not even just Eli, but just like, a person or two is like, yeah, my, my the three masters I liked playing in, in second edition were Lilith, Kaladi, and Lynch in Neverborn. It's just like, yeah. Okay. Ooh, that so, is so the one thing we take away from this is maybe don't hit Neverborn yeah, don't, three don't times. Triple threat, don't triple threat a fraction. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that might be a... <laughs> that might be a bit much. Even if technically, like, Nephilim didn't 
change that much. You just literally lost your master Henry totem. Well, and and like here's the thing though, that play style changed entirely. You went from a, yeah. a clever mobility play that had some beaters to we beat and we Head beat thanks. and we beat. Yeah. I stab. Yeah. yeah. Stop thanks. asking where my sister is. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that road so mean to me? Well, and also you get it, you get from the fluff perspective. There are people who liked Lilith and did not like Nekima, and back and forth. <laughs> Just because she was designed to be unlikable, right? But that's what I love about her. She's the worst. Oh it's God. the greatest. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I completely think that Dead Man's Hand is a a not gonna go in my Nekima arc again. Potentially useful tool, and I think just by the fact if they if they were to use it this way and say, hey, we're using it, but. It's no longer you're dead, you're out, only casual play forever. If it's You're just in you're in the timeout corner. Exactly. You're you're out of season. This is not your season <laughs> to play competitively. Pick something else up. And it's a temporary box, not the forever box. Yeah. It's your time to compost. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I think that could definitely lead it from hole in the ground that everybody wants to kick shit into into a useful tool. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, one of those masters is actually dead. Okay. And he could get better. He could. He and could, it's Nicodem. Yeah. He could get better. Or <laughs> yeah. just... Like, really, what's stopping that guy? Or just bring in an alt new Nicodem. Nicodem's... I mean, they kind of did cousin. with the uh, Justice Alt. Yeah. yeah. Just Nicodem's cousin, who's also named Nicodem. It really sounds like Nicodem needs to pull himself up by his bootstraps. <laughs> or his bucket straps. Yeah, there it is. Bucket handle. Someone talking about Rickadem? Yep. <laughs> look, at my, look at my giant jug of diet. Uh, Honor and Palmer. Mm, Beautiful. Yes, please. Not allowed to call it any, anymore. It's now dead billionaire. No, that's only if you're liquid death. I love that. <laughs> Did you either of you hear about that? Mm-hmm. That okay. Uh, liquid death, uh, seltzer, and now tea company. Um, had a drink called the Armless Palmer, which is their take on Arnold Palmer, and the Arnold Palmer estate sued because they're whiny little bitches. Uh, of course. And so armless and, and so Liquid Death is like, okay. We're gonna change the name. Hey everyone, we're changing the name because these people complained. It's now gonna be called Dead Billionaire. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Good job. Okay. The fuck was next on the list? Campaign! Campaign 2.0. I think Holy we're, we're I think we're just taking another stab at uh, doing a campaign. Doug, you, can, like, you can back up off the mic a little bit. You are starting to... There you go. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> Let's do the side. Let's do the side. Because That's, I like to lean in. Because okay. he's very excited. But if the can is pointed towards my cheek, it's less of an emphasis yeah. thing. Okay. Uh, the uh, shifting shifting loyalties? Shifting loyalties, yes. Yeah. Shifting loyalty and peen. Really good bones. I appreciate it. Not as tested as it probably should have been. <laughs> Uh, cause I mean, it's, it's still kind of the same, sort of the same problem, but Anzabral still has like armor two is way too powerful. If you have fewer than 50 soul stones on the board or unless you just luck into something that deals with it. Yeah. 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 
that like that, happened to have the was, right tool. That was what kind of killed, not not really killed, uh, the, my attempt at running it. It was like someone ran Mon Shell. Mm. And it's not all armor, too, but it's a lot of ar- armor. And like, it's just really, really hard to, dip, to, to deal with. But I, it can be worked around, I feel, and I want them to try again. And that leads back into what the next book could be. That could be a big chunk of the next book. Rules for playing campaign. And you can you can make that suggestion now, Roman. You could use the Bonanza Brawl deck as the as the stuff. <laughs> as the upgrade deck. <laughs> yeah. For for the new for the new campaign setting. It's all built so if I take and everything. The treasure golem, I get extra cards. <laughs> no. Never mind. I'm man- I am manifesting the treasure golem into this game, <laughs> goddammit. This is my new campaign. This is my campaign. Yeah, I, I think it could be done. I think it'd be done well. I'm, I would excited for it. Oh, what's that? More things to write, write on here. Okay, well, I mean, I didn't, didn't hit a B. Slow grow rules. Slow grow campaigns. Also has the same issue with armor, but have like official rules for it and suggestions and stuff. I'm starting to think like the next book could really be just like alternative forms of play. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, you could like That's, there used to be like so many of those. It was it was adventurous. Yep, I miss Shindig. I remember those. Those were fun. Ah, Shindig. Yeah, to like play as long as you can without any attacks. Like, oh my god, that was so fun. Um, but other other things you did caused issues. Um, as far as like a slow grow thing, though, I also remember like. And I don't remember if this was was weird official or not, but like we had an achievement league in St. Louis that we used as part of a slow grow where, you know, you gain a point if you like let your opponent cheat out of your hand randomly or if you play a game with no soul stones or, you know, wacky. It, It was very achievement hunter, like video game style. Do a weird thing. Get a, a little ding. You get points and your brain gets happy. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I think we as a group could probably write the rules for this pretty well. Absolutely. Just just a thought. Just like, oh, achievements? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I can come up with dumb shit for people to do. That's kind of fucking half of what Bonanza Pearl is anyways. Yeah. And yeah, this is a good time to say it. I They, they need to redo Henchman Hardcore. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not... A good introduction to the game because Malifaux is so different with its modular scoring, and it, it, like the models aren't balanced around it, and you can't really adjust a model just for its balance around Henchman Hardcore. So you need to do something that's a little closer to how Malifaux is. Yeah. Well, and honestly, this is a case where because it's a different format, I almost wish they would write up. The instead of saying here use this existing strat and scheme, I almost wish they would just write up two e henchman hardcore, which was just fight in the middle, and you have what was it uh turf war and assassinate, like just do that because that was a good introduction because it was direct enough that okay you're fighting 
that's not everything this game is, but it gets you flipping cards. It gets you used to the the rules and things. You're only using four models. You're playing it. I think it was timed, so you only had X amount of time to play, and it was just how far you could get in that time. So it's not going to go on forever if you're, unless you're just not doing that part because you're focused on the learning. But like it was a, it was fast paced. It was enough to get cards and models in people's hands and do it. Right now, uh, I've heard multiple times from multiple different people, Henchman Hardcore in 3E is too easy to cheese because you can just take a fast crew, go, I don't care about whatever the scheme is, I'm just going to run over and get my points, and you're never going to catch me. It is So it becomes who can bring the fast crew, as opposed to who can deal with the crew interacting with them. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't do that, it's either swing hardest or run fastest. Yeah. There's no real middle ground. Because if you don't, if you decide you're going to play the schemes, then why wouldn't you take the biggest, hideous crew you can possibly muster? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can technically hire any henchman, but if you do anything that's weaker than eight soul stones, it's way too easy to score assassinate off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless it's it- so fast and then you're not interacting. Because then you have to catch them. Mm-hmm. I don't have an easy suggestion for 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 the henchman hardcore changes. I feel like someone who's like a professional game designer needs to look at it and figure out how it's a good introduction into regular Malifaux. Mm-hmm. And I'm much too silly for that. Um, we we are much too silly for that, comrade. Yeah, I I do think the quote unquote easy answer is just write up to a henchman hardcore that worked. Don't fix what wasn't broken. But I also know that isn't necessarily the best introduction to 3e but i think what they have now is also not the best introduction to 3e the the one thing i the one thing that needs fixed with that is uh cash because henchmen had cash didn't they yeah yeah and now they don't so as is if it would just be taken as written then you're just losing out on points if you take a cheaper henchman because you get your henchman free in second edition henchman hardcore. Yeah. Okay. As, as just the one thing I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's complicated. What we're saying is it's complicated. Mm-hmm. It can be done, I think. Mm-hmm. But moving on. What world event? What? Who wrote this in here? That was me because uh, I know this wasn't specifically the campaign you're talking about, but I mm-hmm. dream for the, the days of the like world event campaigns that you would play, you would post your, your games too weird. They would track whatever for the week and you would watch the, the forums or the updates or whatever for the next week of, Oh, this is how the campaign went again. Big community draw, big togetherness feeling, big, we're all in this together. We're, we're heck. I remember the, the one where it was the like factions fighting over the map. There were like active forum threads of, Hey, we're going to go for this, this, this. So we're going to get this area. It, it was very cool. And I know I've heard there were one of the reasons that that, uh, stopped is there was cheating of some form going on. Um, I've also heard, and surmised that that is just a big 
lift for weird, like to, to manage all of that. So I get why we haven't seen it, but I think doing something like that again would be huge and awesome in, in just every way. Maybe I feel like you can mitigate the cheating if you make the end prize different. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I mean, obviously losing out on a whole nightmare box sucks, especially if your like team was in the running for it. But also, maybe have something. But maybe it just determines order of operations. Like, hey, everyone's going to get a thing. Every faction's going to get a thing. But the faction who wins this gets the thing first. Yeah. Something like that. Where it, it's it sucks if you lose, you gotta wait longer, but it also doesn't feel like you've been screwed over, especially if, if it comes out that someone was cheating. Yeah. Um Or or again, I really liked the I think it was the last one, the one where that we got Vogel and Marlena and Serena out of the like we're gonna every week whichever faction claims them kind of gets them to the next step of their story and that adds flavor to that model. I think doing something like that again would be cool. Um, I will say like, I'm side asterisks. I'm still a little annoyed that of those three models in this edition, only one of them is versatile. That annoys the crap out of me. Um, and I think it wouldn't be that difficult to slightly adjust them and make the other two versatile, but Neither here nor there. Um, but doing something like that again, like even if your faction isn't one that wins them at the end, you were involved in directing them and how it goes. I think something like that where these models are coming out anyway. And I would imagine something like that was weird had like plans on where they could go with it. So they would have these different forks in the road pre-written or at least ideas of them. And then, okay, we got to that fork. Here's the next choose-your-own-adventure option. Go. Um, mm -hmm. So I would imagine something like that was was done. But I think doing that again, everybody gets involved. Not everybody gets a new mini. But you're still involved in the process, and it's fun. I have a couple alternatives to that. They're more complicated. One, be the most complicated... But it would also be fun because suddenly uh, it's an inter-house rivalry, and that's eight new models, and each keyword is vying for it. Ooh! In each so so Arcanist will get a model that each of the eight keywords is fighting for. Neverborn Guild. That's that. That's how it is. It's decided because that might even be a case like some factions people are really fighting for it whereas other factions everyone's coming to, together and deciding where it should go and what it should get just out of the benefit of the whole faction the idea of that going very differently between the different factions would be exciting the other one would be four models that are guaranteed to be dual faction mm. and that way everyone still gets something or maybe it's like it gets one color, but the next faction that, like, one second points for it would get a keyword tacked onto it from their faction. Some shit like that. Okay, I really like that. That's very cool. And that way, again, everyone wins something. Mm -hmm. And especially that second one, 
you're adding models, but you're not adding a ton of bloat. But everybody's still yeah. getting something. I like that. <laughs> I, you know what contest we've completely forgotten? Mm-hmm. The writing contest. We haven't had one. Mm, good point. And mm. honestly, that would be as easy, if not easier, to do than painting contests. You don't have a you don't have a chronicles to publish it in, but you still have other forms of ways of getting the word out. I think encouraging people to do effectively fanfic would be good. Yeah. Um might need to put a like a rating level on it. <laughs> <laughs> but just like once a year allowed us to just get a little nasty. <laughs> As a treat. As a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Malavo after after dark. That's what we're saying. Just once a year, just let your smutty side go wild. Just go, just go full smut. Come on, let's see how degenerate you guys really are. <laughs> like we're we're just t- is tentatively allowing this to happen, but it's just like only run by Kimberly and maybe like Kimberly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So hang on, if it's after After Dark, wouldn't that mean it's now light, so it's Malifaux No, no, we had this discussion earlier. It's a super secret double dark that most ah, people don't know about. But but Malifaux Morning Walk of Shame. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. I didn't realize it was going to be that joke. <laughs> it's all good. <sighs> okay. I think that's that's that. Do we, have, do we have anything else on this? Oh, this one. More controversy. Again, right. I'm, I'm just I'm spouting off real real opinions real opinions hours here. Weird, weird should get rid of Levi and Seamus. Fair. Yep. Their yep. fluff has aged poorly. Um, Levi, like almost out the gate, was like, "This is not. This doesn't make me feel good." Yeah. Seamus had a little bit more longer legs to it because he was so comical yeah but like at the end of the day he's committing yeah crimes against sex workers just on account of their occupation that's that's the realism we don't need so like i propose we just replace their characters as with other characters we're not going to dead man's hands them effectively getting rid of how they're played. They're going to play exactly the same. It's just another person in the fluff. But also, is there anyone else I'm, I'm missing? Those are the the two we always bring up as like, if I was introducing to this to someone who's looking for a little bit less space fascism in their minis games, what's going to be like the biggest hiccup that they have to swallow? Uh, yeah. And that's, that's always been like Seamus and Leviticus. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anybody... Like, okay, yeah, you have Sonya with many war crimes, but, like, in a war game, that is almost expected. Yeah, and she's not, like, particularly targeting any specific demographic. Yeah. It's just people with magic, which is, as we know, is, is it, it's just randomly everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Sonya sets up. Yeah. Um, Equal opportunity oppressor. Yeah. Because, like, if, if if she didn't get a pass, then the whole guild really wouldn't get a pass. And, yeah, and that's what yeah. I'm saying, like, that's kind of what I'm looking for, is something 
I'm, I'm trying to think of anything that is more pointedly bad than her. Nelly? I've got to. I've got to say. I gotta say it. Having a punchable okay. face is not a crime, Doug. <laughs> so, I did have suggestions for those two. Well, one Leviticus is easy. Just need to get rid of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe come whoever is going to replace him have some sort of excuse for why the uh, um, wave mechanic works the way it does. Or just change out the waves with them. That, that's that, that's fine. It would still be using the wave mechanic. Yeah, it would just be called something different. It would still be replacing other models. Honestly, you know what I, I think could be interesting there. Um, Leviticus just doesn't come back the next time somebody kills him. No problem. Um, in the process, something clicks for Marlena, and she figures out her own form of what he was doing. Okay. Then we find a replacement for Marlena? I think she just gets an upgrade. And that opens up that opens up a spot in the keyword for another model that does something similar to what she does now or uh, okay. something okay. Um, like else. My idea was for it effectively to be the same car, just different art and a different ah, name. Okay. Well, okay. Okay, probably tell me how to create a character then. Just have one of his, like, bloops to a new body backfire, and he, like, burns himself out and comes back as something else. Oh. A la Doctor okay. Who. <laughs> this, is, this is a bit of a revenge fantasy, but what if it, he transports into a hollow wave and... The wave the just hollow takes wave, over? The hollow wave wins. The hollow wave takes over. And then we got this lovely, like, drama of, like, I have this ability to, like, resurrect inside other waves, and it's fucking horrible, and I don't want to do it, but I have to keep doing it, and it sucks, and everything's awful. Yeah. I love that. I love that angst, honestly. The third wave from second edition that didn't get transferred to the third. (laughs) And she becomes Vodka Ant to Rusty Alice. Yes. Um. (laughs) <laughs> that being said, it could still be a it could still be a guy, and m- maybe like do the waves as not young girls at least. Yeah, uh, <coughs> I think Seamus is a Seamus is easier. Oh, we uh, already have Misfeasance. Just make her a character. Misfeasance, but how do we rewrite the lore? Is the thing because Seamus's entire keyword is based around his lore, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of most of um, Leviticus's keyword is based around the fact that he's like a, a junk dealer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how about this? Instead of Seamus makes his Red Chapel ladies, uh, Misfeasance, or whatever name they give her, um, kills Seamus. She gets revenge on him. And in taking over the current batch of bells and etc. Um, also just essentially does her own slower version of the gray man story of let's kill all the 
horrible people taking advantage of the sex workers. And oh no, I got there after they killed some sex workers. I'm going to res them because they deserve to get vengeance, even if it's after they're already dead. Great, great lord. And uh, you're welcome because I, <laughs> I already said all that. <laughs> okay, um, full explanation behind that. I'm I'm sure Roman is in agreement and would have come up with this same idea. I'm not saying he wouldn't have, but we're of the same mind. We would have come to the same conclusion, anyways. Several people, a lot of people, I feel like one of their favorite stories, if not their favorite stories, is the Grey Lord. Mm-hmm. It's good. good. It's, it's one amazing. of the few, like the few like highlight good things are actually happening. At, well, bad things are happening to bad people for once. <laughs> And we get that people just really loved, and it's not going to happen anymore, especially since Kira has kind of gone off the date pen. But what if we just embodied that story in a character? And that's that's what Miss Feasance is. She is the one going out there and getting revenge for these women who have perished under these horrible conditions. Um, and and that's why she has them is like if they've they're dead, she can't bring them back to life, but maybe she can bring them back to get revenge. Yep. What's up, Nate? What if the character that that would be is a survivor of that incident? Ooh. Ooh. Nice. She watched all that go down and go, oh, there's something going on there. I like girls now. I can do that. Oh, also I can do that. Also that. <laughs> and she's best like, friends. Literally, with literally just gets this this just a just immediate close up to like what necromancy does. Probably suddenly is now like in tune with the whisper and it's just like Oh. Okay. Hello, Malifo. <laughs> yep. You met my friends? <laughs> I was I was making the joke earlier and interrupted you. I'm sorry, but I want to uh, emphasize, uh, clarify that Molly needs a new best friend. Yeah. Again, Kira has kind of gone full villain and <sighs> entered her villain era. I, 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 yeah, it's bad things happen, but we need levity. And instead of it necessarily being a silly man who blows up people and needs to poop, uh, we 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 have a fun girls' night out with Molly and her new best friend. I want that so bad. And like the good good resurrectionists like the most evil of the evil factions just on account of the, the necromancy bad. We we have like a genuine fun not evil in any way group of people just having fun being themselves. I want that story so bad. Mm-hmm. I want it so bad. I like they can still kill bad people. That's fine. That's a great girls night out. Anyone will tell you that. Um uh, yeah, uh, that's 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 why. What? And I like. I feel again. It's it's this cute thing. Can we just put these new sprues in the existing core boxes with new art and just continue like nothing happened? And people that are going to see like hold up the uh, Seamus core box and the Misfeasance core box next to each other. Like these are mostly the same. What's going on here? Are they? Is that kind of confusion going to stop them from buying anything? I don't think it is. Right. 
And if that's still a concern, again, the QR code. Like, confused, interested, excited, scan the QR code to learn more. Did, is there anyone else? Like, Vic, do you, do you, you pretty have a good bead on characters. Anyone else that possibly could stand to get replaced? I realize that we're mostly talking I, about masters, but there could be other ones out there. I think... I think Seamus and Levi are pretty much the most egregious. I'm sure there's yeah, they're, someone they're the in there. Team. I'm sure there's someone in there that's also not great, but by comparison, um, having Seamus and Levi in the game makes it really hard to point anything else as being problematic yeah I, I keep coming up with there are other garbage people in the game but they're not garbage for real life reasons exactly. they're, they're not garbage for preying on a historically preyed upon yes they mostly punch in their weight class yeah yeah like, somer Almost Horrible. every other character <laughs> is punching at or above their weight class. Yeah. And mm-hmm. whereas Levi and Seamus with their proclivities don't or seem to be punching they're, down. They're yeah. very much these hands are rated E for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But specifically for you, the people who <laughs> have no defense against me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's that's all. Like it was, it was very freeform. This kind of stuff we wanted to see. A lot of stuff I wanted to see, and I think <laughs> you all agree with. I gotta, I gotta address the hive mind. Is like, I'm not the one that is coming up with all these ideas. We're all having kind of the same ideas. I'm just the one that put it on paper first and am yeah. leading this. So I'm talking about it first. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I did think of one thing. Rolling Ooh. back several steps. As far as like things weird can sell that will make money, is more more weirdscapes, more terrain. Mm. I, more ha- that, I feel like that that project took a uh, took a back seat, and I feel like like to see I'd like to see more Hol- hollow it out. Yeah, well, wasn't there also the plan at some point the announcement they were going to do a like a whole table like the actual yeah like, that was like with the initial release like the idea yeah. was it was supposed to be like a whole table. With everything it just kind of was that first wave and that was it mm-hmm. be, i'd be curious to know where that project ended up and where, like, what happened considerations yeah for terrain, for terrain projects. i imagine it's got to be at least on a back burner at the very, at the very least. along with that um new merch yes more mm. New shirts, new posters, patches, whatever. Like pins, stickers. pins. Oh my god, pins! Yes, we don't even have an explorer shirt. I need a fucking strong like Ironsides Union poster, please. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't even remember what story that was from. That always stuck with me. Yeah, where they have the the Union poster. I do remember that. Um. More more stuffed animals. Yeah, those have been adorable. Why, why have we not had a Waldo yet? Yeah. 
Yeah. Waldo like, cannot I, be contained in corporeal together. form. <laughs> and I, I love DC, but we've had multiple mo- Waldo models, but not a, not a plush. I want a plush. I want a Maybe. plush the size of a basketball at least, preferably the size of my toddler. So she can <laughs> carry it around and be really funny and adorable. You want to hear my thought on that? Yes. I think the barely together is a test. Yeah, I think uh, so too. To see if plushes yeah. will sell. I need to buy those. Because mm-hmm. like they're not going to make a whole line of things that end up not selling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you take anything from this episode, go out, buy the fucking Barely Together. Right do now. it. <laughs> if you love us at all. I'm not above a manipulation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention this. <laughs> Because Eli's not here, and he just popped into my brain with a with a thing that a merch he would like to see talking about posters. A not too detailed to give anything away, but a poster that is an image of Lucius dancing mm. after the the mansion explodes. Yeah, that would be cool. Or an iconic. Oh yes. Ooh yes. I I want a map. Yes. I want oh. a, a hyper detailed oh. map oh, yeah. of Malifaux. Big map. Big, Big map. Big map. Honestly, like as like a through the breach supplement, just like a book of maps would be That would be amazing. Incredible. That would cause an erection in <laughs> someone in this podcast. Not naming any Multiple. names. Multiple someone. Oh wow. I love maps. That's Likewise. really impressive, Victoria. I didn't realize. God, we're the worst. We're the worst, best, yeah. worst Malifaux podcast. We get the award for worst. We tried. <laughs> okay. Um. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the new book. Uh, should be new game types, <laughs> and possibly not any new models, but alts. Lots and lots of alts, especially addressing old sculpts. That have uh, the the just kind of meh or uh, haven't aged well. Like we have technically an alt fuhatsu, but how about just a fuhatsu? That's a different fuhatsu. Yeah, yeah. Just even even yeah. just new new models for the sake of creating new versions of those models. Because you know, stretch those artistic muscles. Let's mm-hmm. See what you see what you guys got. You've put out so much good stuff. Like when you put it next to some of the older stuff, you know, sometimes it mix well. Yeah. I can't believe I when we talk about diversity and never went back to like, hey, can we just retcon Joanna to being trans and wanting it in the first place instead of it being a joke? We yeah. said that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Also, That'd give be- her a bigger hammer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the so, some of the early stuff like misstep is just it's it's meh. Like compared to the complexity and detail in Howard, it's it, give us a better misstep. Anyways, I, I, I think that's all I'm able to, to say. I think... Yeah. Ed, does anyone have anything else you want to talk about? Okay. Said it all. Yep. So, let us know in whatever communication avenue you uh, are, most, are most comfortable with, what you think you want to see from Weird, what we got right, what you think we got terribly wrong. Please tell us. And also, what do you want to see from us? Yeah. yeah. Like... We'll always be putting out a podcast to the best of our abilities, which isn't great because we're all just kind of scatterbrained. But we try. 
Uh, I'll still be making assembly videos because honestly, I actually really like assembling stuff. So that that isn't too fucking hard. We'll be doing a a cherry tournament. But what else in, is there? Something that we don't do enough of that you want? What's up? Charity tournament June twenty eighth through the thirtieth. Twenty eighth through the thirtieth. It's on the calendar thing, and everything. Good things happen. We're gonna try and possibly expand that out to maybe include other games. Maybe like I'll share a secret with y'all. This is like best case scenario. Probably a couple years down the road. We used to have a, a tabletop gaming uh, convention in Des Moines, and now we don't. And maybe if we get enough eyes on good things happen, maybe we could expand that out into something that size. If we're lucky. Yeah. But we'll see. But I think that's that's everything from everyone. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. all petered out. It's We're going to have a good New Year's weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy New Year's to y'all who are hearing this in the, the, the 2024s. Hopefully nothing wrong has happened. Hopefully. Hopefully. But I have been your host, Douglas Scoundrels, and with me are the four of five scoundrels, nor- normal, sc- regular scoundrels, the base game scoundrels. The Corbox. vanilla. Corbox scoundrels. We, 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 miss, we miss Eli. We miss, miss Eli. so much. We miss we Eli. We love you, Eli. If you're li- Tell us if you're listening to these, Eli. <laughs> okay. No. If you Thank listen. you for joining me, Victoria. As always. Thank you for joining us, Nate. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I thought he was going to say more. (laughs) And Roman was here. One of us. One of us. One of us. Thank, thank you for coming on, Roman. Thank all of you guys. I always love these conversations and we just happened to publish them. Uh, and edited them down because there's a lot of pauses. There was a big, long pee break that you're not aware of, <laughs> listeners. Unless you want that. We can leave that in. We could leave the big, long pee break in there if you really want. If you want an intermission in your podcast, pause. Let us let us know in the Discord let's, let if that's know. something let that you know. want in the future. Come on, join our Discord and just type in a longer, just show, give us the pee break. Longer pee breaks and even longer cold opens. Give, give us the pee cut, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's enough from us. That's enough oh, from no. me. I we oh. I've been Douglas Scoundrels and Victoria Scoundrels and Nate uh, the the Bayou Master and Roman the the Pun Lord. And as we always say, fun is always king. Here's to a fun yeah. 2024. Love y'all. Goodbye. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.